I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This morning, the bubble is open. Travel to and from New Zealand now underway. Dozens of flights and eager passengers ready to go. Vaccine crisis. National Cabinet prepares to meet on a war footing. The Prime Minister hoping to save the troubled program. Her Majesty alone. The Queen steps out after Prince Philip was laid to rest. And the Victorian Premier's health setback. Daniel Andrews reveals he won't return to work until at least June. This is 7 News with Jody Spears. Good morning. The two-way travel bubble between Australia and New Zealand has officially opened with quarantine-free travel underway for the first time in more than a year. More than 30 international flights with 5,000 passengers on board will cross the Tasman today. For some, it's been a long time coming. It's definitely been a stretch um, waiting this long. As soon as we heard that it was the date and then it was quarantine free and I just booked, jumped on the website, constantly refreshing. Yeah, so it was pretty emotional. Aussie holidaymakers are being urged to plan for the possibility of travel being disrupted if there is a COVID outbreak. Australia's troubled COVID vaccine rollout will top the agenda when National Cabinet meets today as the government considers a new plan to fast-track the program. Let's go live now to political reporter Taylor Aiken. Good morning, Taylor. Pharmacists could soon be giving jabs. Yes, with the government considering a plan to boost Australia's faltering vaccine rollout, the proposal by the Pharmacy Guild of Australia would involve activating community pharmacies in regional, rural and remote areas of the country, which often don't have easy access to a GP network. The vaccination rollout, however, will be top priority when National Cabinet meets today, the first of now twice-weekly meetings by state leaders and the Prime Minister following fears Australia is falling further and further behind the rest of the world. Scott Morrison also considering proposals by the states to roll out mass vaccination hubs to get the rollout back on track, but it would only be implemented alongside GPs and if there are sufficient stocks of vaccines, including the use of the Novavax vaccine, likely to be in place by the fourth quarter of this year. The timing of the rollout for those aged over 50 years old will 
will also be examined with the possibility that it may be brought forward with the government hoping that a joint effort between the states and the Commonwealth can get the program back on track. Jody. Okay Taylor thank you. New South Wales Health is investigating how coronavirus spread within a Sydney quarantine hotel. Seven cases are now part of the cluster. One family became infected with the same strain as the positive cases in the next room. Three frontline health workers have been forced into isolation in Perth. They entered a hospital lift after it was used to transport a COVID-positive ship captain for treatment. An investigation has been launched to find out why the elevator wasn't sectioned off. Health authorities say the staff have been vaccinated and the risk of transmission is low. Australia's Special Forces veterans who served in Afghanistan will keep their military honours unless they are convicted of war crimes or sacked for misconduct. New Defence Minister Peter Dutton is overruling a decision to strip meritorious unit citations from more than 3,000 soldiers. Mr Dutton has told the Australian newspaper 99% of our ADF personnel serve and have served our country with distinction. A day after Prince Philip's funeral, the Queen has stepped out alone, emerging from Windsor Castle to walk her two corgis. Let's go live now to Europe Bureau Chief Hugh Whitfeld. Good morning, Hugh. She's determined to carry on as normal despite her grief. Jodie, in that stoic demeanour, in the last couple of hours, the Queen has been seen driving out of the walls of Windsor Castle in her Jaguar station wagon into the wider Windsor estate where we know she likes to walk her corgis, Fergus and Muick. She drove out exactly 24 hours since that national one-minute silence preceding her husband's funeral. The Queen cutting a lonely figure. Uh, it was quite shocking and rather sad rather to see the widowed monarch sit alone. Those images reverberating around the world as she farewelled her husband of 73 years. A moment of grief following a dramatic 12 months for this family. It's being reported Prince William wanted that buffer between he and his brother during the procession, Peter Phillips walking between William and Harry. But following the funeral, they were seen to be talking, clearly though at Kate's encouragement. It is suggested that tensions do remain, however. The Duke of Sussex is expected to stay at Frogmore Cottage. It is the home he and Meghan own, but they have uh, lent it to Princess Eugenie, her husband Jack and son August. It is where Harry has been self-isolating while he's been here in the UK. He's expected to leave Britain in the next 24 hours. Only after spending some time with his father, the Prince of Wales, they are expected to take a walk uh, in the next 24 hours uh, in the grounds of Windsor Castle to take a look at some of those floral tributes left by members of the public during the week. And then for Harry, it's straight back on a plane back to California to his pregnant wife, Megan. Jody. OK, Hugh Whitfeld in the UK, thank you. A man doing burnouts on a suburban lawn will face court today after allegedly driving over a woman north of Brisbane. Police say when the 47-year-old woman confronted the man, he drove over her repeatedly. He's been charged with attempted murder. The victim suffered significant injuries to her leg and foot. The Victorian Premier has delayed his return to work so he can fully recover from a spinal injury. Daniel Andrews says he won't be back in the office until at least June. Specialists are confident he will be back, but only if his broken ribs and spinal fracture have properly healed. 
Rugby league fans will today have the chance to pay their respects to one of the game's great characters, Tommy Radonikus. A public memorial service will be held at the Sydney Cricket Ground this morning, starting at 11 o'clock. Radonikus died on April 7 at the age of 70. During a stellar career, he played 29 test matches for Australia and played in the first State of Origin match in 1980. Two 16-year-olds have died and five others have been injured in a horror crash near Busselton in Western Australia. Two of the survivors were in the boot of the car when it crashed into a tree, splitting the Ford sedan in half. The 17-year-old girl behind the wheel is in a serious but stable condition in hospital. The federal opposition is calling on the government to consider removing stamp duty for home buyers nationwide. It's hoped the change would make properties cheaper and increase housing supply, but some experts believe it's not the right time. For some Australians, getting into the housing market is impossible. House prices are soaring and added costs can be a burden. Right across Australia, stamp duty costs you a lot of money when you buy a home. The average $1.2 million home in Sydney will incur a $51,000 stamp duty charge, $41,000 for a million dollar home in Melbourne, a half a million dollar home in Perth, $20,000, $13,000 in stamp duty for the average home in Brisbane and $25,000 in Adelaide. Stamp duty is an inefficient tax. It's been around since Federation. New South Wales has floated plans to remove the upfront stamp duty cost and instead create a property tax, which the homeowner can pay off over time. Federal Labor's Housing Minister Jason Clare has backed the New South Wales Treasurer's proposal. The New South Wales Government is showing some leadership here. He wants the Federal Government to follow suit. They could help to roll this out right across the country. It'll just make it a hell of a lot easier for people to get into the property market. But not all experts agree. Some believe that the property market right now is too hot and more government incentives will continue to push up prices. You could see a surge of buyers in the market. You could see a surge in property prices. A discussion Labor wants added to the National Cabinet agenda. Jennifer Beshwati, 7 News. Health fund premiums have jumped again, making insurance unaffordable for many Australians. But comparison sites can be part of the problem, charging big commissions on your health. Without help from his parents, student Dean Hescroft wouldn't have private health insurance. I value it for sure, um, but moving out of home at 22, it is so hard to try and save for a house. It is something yeah, it's definitely hard to justify. Especially as premiums continue to rise, some by as much as 15% and comparison sites are part of the problem. As well as only showing you a limited number of health insurers, it's actually taking about 25% of your premium for the first year. So that premium that they're paying to the health insurers is in adding to the cost of your private health insurance. There are 37 healthcare providers in Australia, but Compare the Market only analyses 11. I select only eight and CanStar just 17. Some health funds like Medibank don't use comparator services at all. So if you're on a silver or silver plus policy, have a look around, you might actually find a gold policy that costs you less. Health insurers blame the high premiums on rising costs. Australia is one of the most expensive places in the world for medical devices, a problem the federal government insists it's working to solve. Those are discussions we're having with the device makers, the hospitals, the insurers and the doctors. Jody Lee, 7 News. 
Are you ready for truly hydrated skin? Meet Hyaluronic Body Serum, a breakthrough in body care from Osea. It's clinically proven to instantly increase hydration by 161%. Their lightweight, fast-absorbing serum delivers 24 hours of nonstop hydration for silky smooth skin without the sticky afterfeel. Osea's latest innovation combines the magic of their best-selling Hyaluronic Sea Serum with a new formula that's good for the whole body and five types of hyaluronic acid to target every layer of the skin. Osea is a woman-founded, women-led brand that's been crafting seaweed-powered products for nearly 30 years. The best part? Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code SUMMER at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com code SUMMER. The family of former Liberal leader Andrew Peacock has accepted the offer of a state funeral. Prime Minister Morrison confirmed there will be a private funeral in the United States this week, followed by a state memorial service likely to be in Mr Peacock's home state of Victoria. The former Foreign Minister died at his home in Texas on Friday, aged 82. Checking finance now, the Dow Jones is sitting above the 34,000-point mark. The Nasdaq is also up. European stocks have had their best winning streak since 2018. On the commodities market, gold is trading at US$1,780 an ounce. Oil is US$63 a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying US$77.32, 84 Japanese yen and $1.08 New Zealand. A man charged with murder will face court today after a double shooting north of Brisbane. The two victims were found in a unit complex and couldn't be revived. The alleged shooter fled and was arrested more than an hour away from the scene. All three men were known to each other and to the police. Eleven people have been killed and up to 100 others injured after a passenger train partially derailed in Egypt. At least eight carriages jumped the tracks, with several overturning north of Cairo. It's the second major train incident in two months. At least 20 people were killed and nearly 200 injured in March when two trains collided. Three people have been killed and two others seriously injured in yet another chilling shooting in the US. Police say the violence began when a man was asked to leave a bar in Wisconsin in the early hours of the morning. He returned a short time later armed with a handgun and opened fire. Police are still searching for him. The Johnson & Johnson coronavirus vaccine is expected to be re-approved in the US this week after it was suspended over blood clot fears. Let's go live to US correspondent David Woywood. Good morning, David. The vaccine will likely come with a warning. Good morning, Jody. Yes, the Johnson & Johnson vaccine is likely to make a return this week, but with strings attached, Dr Anthony Fauci has uh, today said it'll come back with a restriction or risk assessment on it. The one-shot vaccine was put on pause last week after reports of blood clots in women aged between 18 and 48. It's an incredibly rare side effect, and we can't stress that enough. Just six reported cases out of the roughly seven million doses given. Dr. Anthony Fauci speaking earlier today. It's a very serious complication, although it is extremely rare, as you well put. You know, you have six cases in close to seven million people. My estimate is that we will continue to use it in some form. I doubt very seriously if they just cancel it. I don't think that's going to happen. 
Now, the likely return of the Johnson & Johnson vaccine, as it was revealed today, half of all adult Americans have received at least one shot of a vaccine. The United States confident it will keep its current pace of around 3 million doses a day, Jody. OK, thanks, David. Geelong are back in the AFL top eight after beating North Melbourne by 30 points last night. It took until the third quarter for the Cats to get going against a resilient Kangaroos outfit. Patrick Dangerfield received a rough reception on his return from a three-game ban. Dangerfield failed to run out the game, limping from the field in the last quarter with an ankle injury. The Bulldogs' horror season shows no signs of slowing down. They finished with 12 men against the Cowboys after Jack Hetherington was sent off for a high tackle on Valentine Holmes. The Dogs rallied to get within six points, but North Queensland held on to win 30-18, to leaving Canterbury anchored to the bottom of the ladder. The Wellington Phoenix have kept their hopes of a surprise finals appearance alive after beating Perth Glory 3-1. The Kiwis are now only four points behind the sixth-placed Western Sydney Wanderers. Stephen Ugarkovic scored a stunner for Newcastle. That goal helped the Jets secure a two-all draw with MacArthur FC. Socceroos keeper Matt Ryan made his second Premier League start for Arsenal against Fulham. The Gunners left it as late as possible, scoring in the 97th to draw one all. Manchester United are keeping the pressure on ladder leaders Manchester City after beating Burnley 3-1. The Red Devils are eight points behind City. Lewis Hamilton has once again shown why he's arguably the greatest driver in Formula One history. The reigning world champion ended up in the wall midway through the Emilia-Romagna Grand Prix, causing severe damage to his car. Fortunately for Hamilton, the race was soon red flagged after Valtteri Bottas and George Russell had a heavy collision moments later. Hamilton then worked his way back to finish second behind winner Max Verstappen. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, onshore winds are bringing the odd shower to southern Victoria and northeastern New South Wales. Troughs are triggering a few thundery showers in far north Queensland. High pressure is keeping elsewhere dry and settled. Around the capitals today, sunny in Brisbane, heading for a top of 26 degrees. Sydney also sunny, 25 the top. Sunny in Canberra, a top of 20 degrees. Mostly sunny and 21 in Melbourne. A possible late shower, 19 degrees in Hobart. Mostly sunny, 21 in Adelaide. The same in Perth, heading for 24 degrees. And mostly sunny, 35 degrees in Darwin. And that's 7 Early News for this Monday, the 19th of April, 2021.